Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. For more information about Dr. Stepp and how the Transforming Leadership team builds effectiveness in leaders, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Now let's join Dr. Steph in the studio. Hi, I'm Jim Brangenberg with Transforming Leadership, and I'm joined by Dr. Steve Steph. Steve, let's just, you know, we haven't done this. I just think today it would be a great day to do a podcast on what is a transforming leader? Developing, so let's just title this one today, Developing the Transforming Leader Profile. Yeah, Jim, that that's uh uh, it's a great subject for the podcast. It's a requested podcast, quite frankly, and it's what we uh, here at Transforming Leader, we probably spend 70% of our time, coaching time, working with senior leaders on their Transforming Leader profile. So, in uh, Transforming Leadership, in the materials that we have generated over the years, we have identified three ways that leaders spend their time, three Three different types of tasks, if you will, that the that the leader is spending time on. There's a thief task, which is those are those are tasks that, quite frankly, if they just quit doing them all together, nobody would notice. Probably, there's the trespasser task that the senior leader is doing them, but uh, someone else could or maybe even should be doing them. So we help them identify what the trespasser tasks are, and then there's the transformer task. You know, so. Uh, and we've got little icons and images for all three of these, the thief, the trespasser, and the transformer. And the transformer tasks are, what is that leader doing that is transforming their people? What is that leader doing that is transforming their workplace? And what is that leader doing that identifies them or sets them aside as world-class or high performance in their particular job, their particular role? So that's the transforming leader is that leader that is having the greatest impact possible on their people and their organization at the same time. That's so, a transforming leader. It sounds like, though, okay, at the beginning of this podcast, we should step back for a second and say, okay, as a leader, help me identify those uh, the um, the thief, the thieves in my my leadership, yep. the things that are a thief to me, the things that are trespassing on me, and the things that that I'm doing that are transforming, really my people, but that are also transforming me. Because I think it's yep. you can't transform your people unless you're being transformed. Can, can you give us an example of those things, like like real life examples of those things? Oh well, well a thief task, for instance, is if I've got a senior leader that is creating a report and he's creating that report on a uh, uh, a weekly monthly basis something like that it, it is amazing to me in good profitable viable organizations how many reports are being generated that nobody reads they 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 were created at some point in time they're required at some point in time for a specific purpose but that purpose has become passe that report is no longer appropriate People are doing that. They're spending time on that. That, quite frankly, if they quit doing it altogether, I'm not talking about delegate it, uh, put it to one of your people. I'm talking about just stop doing it. Nobody noticed. That was just time that was being stolen from that leader. So that that's an easy one. I've I've got a thief task where in the uh, lumber building materials business, where the senior leader of the organization 
is going out walking the yard with with one of his direct reports to make sure that that everything is in the right place and that everything is stacked the right way. So I've got a senior leader in an organization that's spending time doing something that the fifteen dollar an hour person could be doing. That's just stealing time. All so, right. so give me an example of a trespasser. A trespasser is any task or responsibility that I'm doing that someone else could or should be doing. So it's a viable task. It's a viable responsibility. It can't go away. You know, thief task can go away. Trespasser task can't go away, but they, but I don't necessarily have to be doing that. Okay. So the real tasks we want to focus on today are those tr- the transforming leader profile. So how do we develop our own profile? How do we develop to make sure that we are only working on transforming goals? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> two things for the transforming goals. One is what's the highest and best use of my time? That's, that's identifying the transforming task or responsibilities. And then what are the, what is the goal there? That is, I have to identify not high performance, but world-class for that particular responsibility. So it's, it's a complex and complicated process. I will tell you that we spend months on it with our leaders, uh, helping them identify and then uh, uh, implement. But we'll hit you with an outline today. Every leader has got a job description. And hopefully every level of an organization, you've got a job description. The vast majority of organizations that we work with, when they pull up an original job description, we find that that is no longer accurate or up to date. So we task our coachee with building an accurate, up-to-date, and thorough job description. So that's first, is you have to have an accurate, up-to-date, and thorough job description. And then with that job description, let's translate that job description from uh, responsibilities to if they were the high performer, if they were the best in class, if they were world-class at that particular responsibility, what would they be doing behaviorally or metric-wise, how would they be performing? So that's the that's how you identify what is world-class is. What would they be doing or how would they be performing? Part of its behaviors, part of its metrics. So until we identify that, all we really know is what is the responsibility. So so that's the, the first step is the job description, accurate up-to-date. Second part is behaviorally and metric-wise, what would world-class be in that particular job? Hmm. And then the third part would be, you know, once I've identified that, what is it that I need to be doing or that my direct reports, let's go to trespasser responsibility, or my direct reports need to be doing in order for me to be performing world-class? Did, did I get too much of the weeds on that? Yeah, I think it, so let me just say if I think if I could do it in my, in my own words. So we after we've got that job description done and we and we agree that the job description describes what I'm supposed to be doing, then we need to figure out what am I supposed to really be responsible for me getting done and what am I responsible for in making sure it gets done, but I'm not necessarily supposed to be doing it. It, it all right. So. 
So let's break it down to a specific uh, one that, that I've worked with within the last year. Okay, that'd be helpful. I had, I had a gentleman that was a sales manager. The number one responsibility on his uh, job description was build a world-class sales team. So uh, first, we sent his, you know, I had, had him work on the job description to make sure that everything on there was accurate and up-to-date. That was the step one, right? Build a world-class sales team. That was an accurate, up-to-date responsibility. So my first question to him was, what does a world-class salesperson look like? How do you know that you have a world-class salesperson? So he immediately came back to me with, that salesperson is the highest grossing sales and greatest margin uh, on my team. That, that's the world-class salesperson. So, okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Those are two good measures. So uh, let me ask you this, Jim. If you're that salesperson, you probably have a sales support team that works with you. So if I were to go to the sales support team and say, how would you define a world-class salesperson? Their view of and the metrics that they are using to identify the world-class salesperson may be entirely different from what that salesman, that the, the, the initial feedback from that sales manager. That sales team may be saying, this guy, when Jim gets me his paperwork, it's all clear, <coughs> pardon me, I know exactly what he's needing. I know exactly what the expectations are for the, for the sales project that he's involved in. So their measure is altogether different from yours. Yeah, so so let, me t let, me, let me go on further. Okay. Let me talk to the let me talk to the finance department. I talked to the finance department and said, listen, how would you describe um, the the world class, the best salesperson that you've got? And invariably they go to the people that they are selling to, who keeps the greatest outstanding balances and, and, and un, uh, uncollectibles out there, their measure is altogether different. The, the challenge was that when I asked the sales manager, he was using good metrics, but he wasn't using enough metrics. He was too narrowly defining the world-class salesperson. Now he's got a whole different view of what the world-class salesperson is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I've seen it. You know, I, I spent a lot of, you know, 30 years of my life in the insurance world. And, you know, it, the perspective of the a insurance agency owner of what a world-class salesperson looks like is somebody that's making a ton yeah. of sales. I mean, they're selling like right. crazy. Then you get the perspective of the insurance, uh, the actual salesperson is like, well, if I got a lot of clients and everybody's happy and people's claims are getting paid, then that's a world-class salesperson. Right. And the service person is saying, I like a world-class salesperson who actually finishes their paperwork and I don't have to do their paperwork. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and then the finance yeah. person, the person that's doing the billing is going, I, I, I need to know that they're selling clients who actually are going to pay their bills. So that's right. Every stakeholder group has a different yeah. measure and, and you don't have, you don't have a true vision or true definition of that world-class person, unless you're using input and metrics from every stakeholder group. So in creating the transforming leader profile, how hard is it to wrestle through this? I mean, first we start with the job description and making sure it's accurate, but then and then determine what's my responsibility and what's my responsibility that I need to get done, but it's not something I'm supposed to be doing. Once you get through that stuff, 
I mean, how long does it take to really massage this into perfection? And is it really ever done? Uh, boy, that's a, the last part of that may have been the toughest part. No, it probably never really is done because it, it is a little bit of a moving target as the, as the expectations of the job evolve somewhat. But how hard is it? it it's difficult. It is difficult because we have to get reliable, viable uh, feedback from, from every stakeholder group, which means that first I have to recognize, you know, who are my various stakeholders. Let's go to that salesperson. You know, one stakeholder group that we didn't mention, I think you mentioned them, but one stakeholder group we didn't mention was the people to whom they sell. So uh, they may be uh, high gross sales. They may be high margin. They may be getting all their paperwork done. Their accounts receivable may be good, uh, but they may keep churning through customers. Let's say this is a repeatable type sales product. They may be churning through customers because they don't adequately support their customers. So they're not a high performing salesperson because in that one area there, that one realm, they're missing the mark. I've got to hit every stakeholder group and I've got to hit the mark with every stakeholder group. So identifying the stakeholder groups and then identifying the various behaviors or metrics, that's a complex job. It takes time, not weeks, but probably months. Because hmm. a lot of times people think, well, I'm just going to build this profile and I'll be done. I'll be, I'll be good. That's it. Yeah. And, and that's a, lot it. Of pe- a lot of times people, Steve, I've seen this, a lot of times people develop this job description, they put it together, they massage it, and they develop this. This is the, this is the transforming leader profile for my job. And then they stick it in a drawer. And they don't deal with it again. That's it. Job descriptions are generally a bullet point list of generalized responsibilities that really don't break down. All right. Exactly. How would I know whether you are a world class in this or whether you're just getting the job done? I've, I've got one company that I work with right now that probably has 135 location managers. Wow. And I will tell you of those 135, obviously it's a national company, actually a global company, of those 135 location managers, you've got to know that there are some that the executive team would say, listen, that guy is world class. Well, if he's world class, what is he doing that makes him stand out? He or she doing that makes him stand out. And then they, let me tell you, they've got some other location managers. Well, I should have said this first. They're all doing all their responsibilities or they'd be fired already. You know, they'd be uh, given other opportunities already. So their boxes are checked for all of them. But some of them, they would be identified immediately as world class. Some of them would be identified immediately as if I had a good replacement, I'd move that guy out of there right now. But they're all checking the boxes. So there's something different in the performance that's making them stand out. What is it? Yeah. And how do we reproduce it? How do we replicate it? How do we turn it around so that everybody is doing exactly the same thing or at least becoming a world-class leader? I mean, is there really any excuse, Steve, to have a non-world-class leader in a position of leadership? No, absolutely not. If I'm going to build a world-class company, I am required by definition that I have world-class leadership in there. If I have identified leaders that are not world-class, but they're getting the job done, then I have to recognize, I have to own the fact that, that I have just diluted the level of performance of the entire organization. 
that that that's all me and that may be okay that you may i may have diluted it to an acceptable level but but recognize it and own it don't don't say that we're a world-class organization well but i've got a couple that i'm not going to talk about actually but <laughs> but we're a world-class organization so to close this out in the last 30 seconds define a transforming leader transforming leader is is the individual that has identified uh, exceptional performance in every one of their responsibilities and they are focused on a daily basis on performing to that level the level that they've identified not necessarily the level even that their boss or that their supervisor has identified but they have identified what world-class performance is for their responsibilities and they are laser focused on performing that way every day that's a transforming leader and those are the kind of leaders we need all Absolutely. over our organizations. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Steve Steph. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. And to our listeners, thanks again for listening to the Transforming Leadership Podcast. Check us out online, tleadership.com, tleadership.com. We'd love to hear from you. Take some time. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. Our number's right out there on our website, tleadership.com. Until next time. And that ends our discussion for today. Thanks for listening to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Steph. For more information on how Dr. Steph and the Transforming Leadership team can help you become a more effective leader, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. The Transforming Leadership Podcast is available on your favorite podcast directories, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please leave a rating and review on your favorite platform to help us spread the word. Until next time, remember, building effectiveness in leaders starts with the transformation of your heart towards your people.